Hey, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tuned in to Black Nurse Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Hopefully your your day or your evening, whatever time you're listening to this, is going well. Maybe you got off work. Maybe you're going to work. Maybe you are at work. I don't know, but maybe. And then again, this might be your day off. I have no idea because the cool thing about having a podcast is you can listen to it anytime you want so i wanted to um go over what we're going through going over today i got a lot of news out of the uh, tech news this time so um as of now a little bit about nintendo uh, first that's on our gaming segment um today will be the release of the nintendo switch Lite, as well as a uh, old school game remade from back in 14 years ago and definitely a one of the um favorites of a lot of people gamers like myself that played with uh, nintendo back in the days so um we're talking the legend of zelda Link's Awakening, such a phenomenal game, and they have remade it graphically, it looks beautiful, it's out today as well, and I also even talk about a silly little game made by an indie developer called Untitled Goose Game, if you haven't heard of it, which I'm probably sure you probably haven't, take a look at it on, on a trailer or a YouTube video, it is, it is so crazy, kind of cute and just kind of a I guess I would call it a a little bit of a time waster but anyway I wanted to mention that so we start off with the new Roku's Roku's okay so Roku devices which is your streaming devices have are coming out with a wonderful set of new streaming devices 2019 versions these ones will be one will be a um, more faster processor and it will be able to do a lot more than, of course, the last one, which is kind of obvious, right? Um, <clears throat> so we'll be talking a little bit about that. Also, FBI seizes iStream at all, um, which is a which is a service that they were pirating, um, I guess, raw material. So wanted to talk about that as well. This is a core cutter news article that I read, and then also streaming channel acorn tv kind of like britain british tv so like your regular brit brit box well they have reached a phenomenal milestone of a of uh, so many subscribers so we'll be talking a little bit about that as well then guess what today is if you haven't heard about it it is also apple iphone day so all you apple fans all you apple iphone users this is your day to celebrate the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro has been launched today. Today is the first day you can go to your Apple store and pick up your iPhone. You know what? I am so happy for you guys. I'm hoping that you guys enjoy this phone. And um, I really believe that the iPhone 11 is going to do really well. The price point being at the price point is what it, where it is. So I'm not hating on you guys. I, I really, you know, I'm really genuinely happy for you guys. And so um, we'll be talking about what, you know, uh, from an article that was uh, that was talked about from a, a young man who was the first to get his iPhone. So anyways, hopefully you are doing well. 
And I have no nothing else but just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Black Nurse Podcast. So in the world of streaming services and cord cutter, cord cutter information, um, there is two of the most um, most used devices for streaming services. So one is the Roku um, devices, as and then the other one is the Amazon Fire devices. Now, both of them honestly are in direct competition with one another. Um, these are great devices to have on your television. Um, say, for instance, you have a TV that doesn't have like a uh, say smart service, uh, smart app integration within them. Um, those are definitely good, two good devices. They don't very, they don't cost very much. They're very inexpensive uh, pieces of hardware. You can get them at say Best Buy, Target, um, even Walmart, even you can also get them online, order them on, through Amazon or eBay. Um, so these are definitely good options for for you that some of you that say you want to just get rid of cable and and use something else. And so some of them, um, they give you access to a number to a lot of the streaming services that are out there, like your Sling TVs, like your YouTube television, like your Hulu's, Netflix, um, you know, Epics, ESPN, um, all kind of of apps, both paid subscription services and free services. So I have some news um, that out of Roku, as a matter of fact, um, they announced their new line of Roku devices. And they have um, what they call uh, Roku new devices include Tiny Express and Faster Ultra with customizable remote. Okay, and <clears throat> so the first one it says Roku has unveiling its fall 2019 lineup of streaming devices today, uh, with the most two significant spots filled by a more powerful ultra set top box and a revamped Express streaming dongle that can be powered entirely by the USB port on around 98% of TVs that are out there. The new streaming. New streamers follow Roku's announcement of its first soundbar with streaming software built in, built right in earlier this month. Roku remains ahead of Amazon Fire TV platform, Chromecast, Apple TV, and as well as 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 the choice of streaming in the living room. The company has 30.5 million active accounts, customers who have who've uh, streamed within the last 30 days as of uh, last quarter, uh, as of Q2 uh, quarter. Okay, so at $29.99, the Express is the most affordable Roku and, and intended for people buying their first streaming device. It only streams in HD, so no no 4K. But this version has 10% is 10% smaller than last year's already tiny Express. You've probably held a Roku remote before, so for for size context, look how much smaller the Express is compared to the remote itself. Okay, so um, there's an image that I'm looking at where it shows the Express, which is the 
the actual hardware device that you would plug up, you know, from your for, to your TV to this device, it is entirely way smaller than the remote itself. So the, if you can imagine the remote, um, which is you know the remote to this thing, is actually it's actually almost uh, almost fifty percent uh, the size of the remote. So that's pretty small. Um, imagine that you know being able to stream that from your Wi-Fi, your internet service to this device, able to get HD HD quality content from a number of your apps. You know you can download many apps on this thing. Um, so phenomenal. Twenty nine dollars. You know you can't beat that. Or, you know, $30 basically. Okay, so the 2019, now the 2019 Ultra, which is the other device they have, looks identical to last year's top of the line player, but it's been upgraded with a faster quad core processor and more memory. Now, Mark Ailey, which is Roku's vape, uh, vice president of product management, told me, or told this person, sorry, I'm reading off the, um, off this, um, article that this allows the player to launch a uh, 17 channels, uh, uh, I'm sorry, launch channel 17% faster with some apps loading up to 30% quicker. Okay. And, um, the way this one looks, um, you can look this up on the internet. You can always type in Roku Ultra. Now, this one here does both. It actually streams in HD, high definition, 4K and HDR format. So, um, this was, this, uh, of course, is going to be a little bit more expensive than the, um, than the Roku Express. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but you know, with that, you're getting a different quality. Your remote, I noticed you also want to have a, um, a plug-in option for say, um, you know, for earbuds. So in case, like say, for instance, you have it in your bedroom, maybe your wife or your husband is trying to get some sleep. You can actually plug in the, you plug in some headphones and to the uh, remote actually, and have it in your hand and, and actually listen to the programming, uh, via the, the earbuds or, you know, headphones, whatever you want to plug into that. I think that's a pretty neat feature, um, compared to the, to the express. So that might be something just to spend a little extra dollars, a few more dollars to get the ultra instead okay um the ultra remote is also receiving a big addition for the first time roku is is including two fully customized customizable um shortcut buttons on the remote okay so in other words you have uh, four different shortcuts meaning that um one is the Netflix, you have a Hulu, um, I believe you may have a Sling on there, and one other, one other one, okay? There are still the usual four branded buttons as well, okay? Any feature that can be done through voice command can be saved as a shortcut. You can adjust TV settings, turn the TV off, control currently playing, uh, control the currently playing content, or simply assign the buttons to launch apps like HBO, YouTube TV, and or soon uh, Disney Plus. Okay, and so. Um, the prices on these, on the, um, lineup on here was, is, uh, actually, and also let me, let me hold on. Let me go back. I kind of skipped over some information, but it was also saying that, um, let's see here. 
the Ultra continues to have uh, to feature Ethernet, micro SD, and, and USB expansion, and a lost remote button on the box itself for finding your buried in in the cushion remote. It's positioned as Roku's flagship flagship box for cord cutters. Okay, so that's pretty neat little option they have for this. Kind of a, more of an updated update to the to the last year's model of the um, Roku Ultra. So now the Roku Ultra is going for looks like the 2019 version for $99. Um, Roku streaming stick, which will be the one that goes behind your television. Um, stick plus is $59.99. Then you have the Roku Premiere $39.99 for the entry 4K player. And then you have, of course, your the Roku Express, the 2019, 2019 version for $29.99. Um, you can get these like I said, you can get all these at, at all your retailers, like your Walmarts, your Best Buys, and other places of that of that nature. So feel free to kind of like look online, make sure you um, you know find out exactly um, you know just the things that you can get. Now they also have a, what they call a Roku, I guess a 4K Spotlight channel, which will kind of merge all your 4K movies on the on there. So when you open your menu up. Uh, they will now have a 4K spotlight channel. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, so, and then there's a few other things. Also new um, is the OS uh, 9.2 as is a Roku's tips and tricks channel um, with the video tutorials that cover most popular topics from the company's uh, FAQs. And a shortcuts row on the home screen provides quick access to common tasks like adding channels, powering off of, of the TV. Not all Roku remotes have the power button and setting uh, sleep timers for Roku TV sets. Okay, so, you know, honestly, um, between the two, you know, you have your Amazon uh, Fire Sticks and you have your Roku um, devices. And I'm telling you, um, this is like the big thing now, you know, and honestly, um, Roku has been around um, for a while. They've actually been doing this for a while and I can just see them getting continuing to get better. Um, they are, they've also they have integrated their um, their devices or their system of um streaming service within even te television so you can actually now look and get a tcl uh brand television that has the roku um system or os built into the tv um as well and then also they also have a sound bar now that they've also just recently came out with and it has the roku os built into that as well so roku is really really expanding this it's is reach and it's and the company is doing very well um it's it's one of the more reliable um uh, streaming devices that you can get especially if you're again you're a cord cutter and you're trying to save money you know remember these devices you only pay one time you don't have to like have something where you got to pay every month for the service or every month for the for a device in your home you just go you buy this one time only thing you need is is it's great internet you know you don't even have to have even great internet i mean some of these things are pretty powerful now and um 
yeah, you can get plenty of stuff to watch. Like I said, you can get paid subscription services on there and and free subscription services. There's a ton of things, a ton of options and a ton of things that you can actually get now other than just, you know, sticking with the, the, the traditional model of cable TV. A lot of it, you know, they're they're. You know, cable TV is trying to bundle you into these prices, trying to charge you fees, trying to charge you fees for for um, for hardware that's in your home. Just a number of things that they're really doing that I just feel personally that there is this really they're just trying to monopolize you, trying to bundle you in, trying to get you in the contract still. And this is 2019. I mean, contracts is over with now. So, you know, I think that cable needs to really either one, they need to improve their model. Um, stop doing the customers the way they're doing or, you know, I'm sorry that streaming services are starting to really take over. If they're not a part of that, if they're not starting to get into, say, you know, their own streaming services and which I think they probably will. Um, but again, you know, uh, you know, they're getting crowded out and they will be becoming less and less customers that will be staying on that platform. So anyways, if that's um, that was some news that I wanted to give you from Roku. So keep your eyes and ears open on all these devices. Again, Amazon is doing the same thing. So uh, the, the two and then you would also do have other options if you don't like Roku or if you don't like Apple. I mean, um, excuse me, Roku or Fire. Amazon Fire Sticks. They also have the Apple TV. So maybe you might be an iOS user. Um, you know, your whole ecosystem might be like, say, the Apple iPhone. Um, they also have the Apple TV devices, too. You can check in on those. They also have the HD version, 4K version of the Apple TV. Um, I've been hearing some pretty good things along with their own streaming service that also has already been going to be launched, um, I believe, at the beginning of November as well. So lots, like I said, lots of, of options out there guys lots of options that you can choose from so just wanted to pass on that information hey so i also have uh another article reading from uh core cutter news this is a part of my tech segment, just so that you guys know. Um, so a few weeks ago, the Department of Justice, the G DOJ, a grant announced a grand jury has indicted eight people for allegedly running a pirating pirate streaming service. The indictment um, said they ran Jet Jetflix and iStream it all and offered over 100,000 movies, TV episodes to customers. According to the DOJ, they claim to have more customers than Netflix, Hulu, Vudu, and Amazon Prime. <clears throat> it has not, it was not long ago that iStream It All was one of the most popular unofficial Roku channels before it was removed from Roku players and Roku TVs. At the time of the indictment, iStream It All website said they had plans starting at $19.99 a month that included access to over 117,970 TV episodes, 10,900 10, movies, and current seasons daily updates from all your favorite TV series. 
Now, the FBI has seized the domain in, in an effort to shut down the service as the court case goes forward. According to the indictment, eight people allegedly ran the entity called Jetflix, an online subscription-based service headquartered in Las Vegas, Nevada, that permitted users to stream and at once download copyrighted television programs without the permission of the relevant copyright owners. One of them left and went went on to create iStream It All also known as um, ISIA. The charges against one of the defendants included includes two counts of criminal copyright infringement by reproduction or distribution, two counts of criminal copyright um, by public performance, and four counts of money laundering, and another with two counts of criminal copyright infringement by distributing a copyrighted work being prepared for commercial distribution. Two counts of criminal copyright infringement by reproduction and distribution. Two counts of criminal copyright infringement by public performance and four counts of money laundering. The move to prosecute iStreaming all owners is a major step in the fight against piracy. In the past, most of this, most of this case, kinds of cases, excuse me, happened in civil court with lawsuit. Now there are serious criminal charges. The outcome of this could have major impact on, on the future of how piracy is fought in the United States. So, amazing, huh? Um, this is also one of the things that um, are now coming up now with you know a lot of your your streaming services. Um, if you, I'm always kind of leery about you know different programs that you can either download on say your your Amazon Fire Stick or you know other devices maybe a Roku. Um, the you know anything that that's allowing you to be able to. Um, to to get say content uh, for free, uh, especially from say a platform or an app that you normally a service that you would normally have to pay for, but then they're telling you that well we can get it to you for free. Um, that's considered pirated pirated uh, 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 content, which means that um, if not you personally can get in trouble, but eventually they you know people like. You know, these services like the DOJ and stuff, they eventually crack down on this. And this is something that, again, again, comes with, you know, um, uh, pirating or it comes with um, streaming, you know, the new streaming services. And so you're going to find every now and then you're going to find either a small, you know, unknown company or something that will claim they have all these benefits of, of having, you know, shows for free and stuff like that. Now, there are you know, free, um, services. They really are. There's, I mean, free TV. Um, <clears throat> and there's a number of ways to, to get free television without, you know, downloading something that's considered either illegal or kind of sketchy. Um, one, you know, you have your digital antenna, 
you can actually, you know, connect your your television or there's, um, you know, you have like Amazon has their their um, they, they, they have a box that you can get Amazon Prime um, content or your Amazon Prime, you know, which you will have to pay, have an Amazon Prime account. But there's also to where you could plug in your antenna and you can get local channels, your, all your, you know, local channels from your city. You can get that for free on top of downloading other free apps. Your IMDb, IMDb TV is free. Um, you got Pluto TV that's free. You have uh, Zumo, um, Zumo uh, app that's free. Um, you know, tons of, of free content out there that you can actually download for free where, you know, you, you really don't have to, um, you really don't have to, you know, kind of go with these, these, uh, sketchy, like I would call them sketchy, you know, backdoor deal type of (laughs) type of services, because, you know, even, even with the, with the unlocked, uh, fire sticks and things like that, I've, you know, jailbreak, uh, they call them jailbreak, uh, fire sticks, you know, the problem is, is that, those those fire sticks, you know, they, they contain you're downloading a, a an app or you're downloading some kind of program onto those things. And you don't know whether you're downloading some kind of virus on there. You don't know whether it's unprotected. You're just kind of because you want the free content. You just download it on there. So you don't know. <laughs> excuse me. You don't know what kind of illegal activity is going on or or has been going on in order to get that content. And then you have somebody that's that's constantly like, you know, they're updating it with new stuff. Um, this is the type of thing. These are the type of things that are going on right now. And so as a, as a consumer, you want to be careful of of anything that 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 people offer you and come to you and say, oh, you know, you could do you can get this here, you know, jailbreak uh, fire stick or jailbroken Roku or whatever in order to get these, you know, download this app from your computer. And, you know, I mean, there's tons of things that could happen. Number one, um, the person that is that is that is has access to that, they get arrested. That whole program will be shut down. You have no more access to it. Second of all, though, um, you could be downloading a virus on your on your device. Maybe, you know, most of these things in order to download it to your device, you got to actually download it to a computer. And if you download it to a computer, guess what? There's no, there's no protection and no, and, and no real, like there's no real protection and, and guarantee. And they're not guaranteeing you that say, for instance, this, you know, this thing is, is jailbroken. I mean, this thing uh, will, will provide a virus. I'm sorry, provide a virus to your computer. Another thing is, cause I've watched some, I watched some of these videos in order for you to be able to download, say, for instance, a certain uh, uh, pirated service. um, You got to be able to you got to be able to open, have a uh, you got to go into your settings and you got to open like the security settings to be able to download unknown sources. That right there is a that's a that's a dead giveaway, because if you got to go into your settings you got to go in and, 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 and unlock it or, or, or keep it unlocked in order to bring this 
this type of thing into your your device then that's you know that's like saying okay just open the door unlock it let me come on in and if you're downloading netflix or hulu or any of these other reputable um type of services you don't have to do anything like that so if they can't if they cannot you know if these things are not well known to where you can actually go on the store get these things they're advertising it amazon's advertising it roku's advertising it this really you know this is something that's just something that you got to really be careful of and if i were you i would i would really think twice i know that you know it's it's pretty it's kind of i guess convenient or so to have something for free but sometimes free is not always good and sometimes believe it or not the content is not always good some some people that have say for instance these these uh these free um uh, uh services the content and also the quality doesn't look the same um you know sometimes they got to change it out things like that don't see when you when you got to do all that the quality and the way the the way it's ran you know that it's not it's not right and not just not right but it, it's it's you know you got a, a, a chance that you could be caught up in the scheme so just kind of wanted to mention that um and what you think about this i know that you know a lot of people probably have some opinions about this but <clears throat> me personally if i got if you know i have a i have a fire stick and i had a roku before and stuff and 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 i just wouldn't put myself at risk at doing anything like that if you can't if if it's not something that it's it's a legitimate thing like a imdb tv or zumo or you know any of these other things that you can legitimately get free tv you know pluto pluto tv is is excellent and there's just no way that i mean pluto tv is is phenomenal and you can get it for free so you know why risk why risk that and and you know for for something that is is an unknown source so that's pretty much all i got to say if you think differently you know leave a comment i appreciate it just talk you know we can have a dialogue about it And so I also have another um, article. Um, are you guys familiar with um, a, a, a station or a network called Acorn TV? Kind of like Acorn, like the nut. So Acorn TV um, is um, it's kind of a, I guess it's a network um, or station that's through AMC. Um, so they pretty much what they do is they have a lot of content like British television. It's almost like British TV, kind of like BritBox. I'm not sure if you're familiar with BritBox, but Acorn TV, in my opinion, actually has a lot more to offer than than say BritBox does, even though they're both, you know, from like the British TV. So, um, yeah, so I was just kind of um, curious about that. But according to this article, um, Acorn TV is really, really popular. Um, it's been actually growing quite you know quite a quite a lot so um this article excuse me excuse me this article by amc that works um announced that they have surpassed 1 million subscribers in the u.s and canada 
Since its launch, Acorn TV has led the way for streamers to focus on a specialized audience. Surpassing 1 million subscribers in the U.S. and Canada is a major milestone, which underscores that subscribers love the trusted Acorn TV experience filled with highly entertaining and captivating original and exclusive entertainment, said uh, Miguel Pinella, President, Global Direct to Consumer, AMC Networks. The streaming service launched in 2011, specializing in original and exclusive mysteries, dramas, uh, comedies from across the globe, including Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, Canada, and other European countries. Okay, Acorn TV is not the largest, but and not the largest and most popular streaming service for British and international TV. Acorn TV strong momentum coupled with the, the growth of our other targeted uh, SVOD services, which is a uh, Shutter. Sundance Now and UMC further underscores that a special interest SVOD market um, is growing and has a vast potential, including some meaningful advantages over general interest SVOD. AMC Network is just, just beginning to tap the potential universe of these services. And for anyone that's interested um, in the service, um, Acorn TV, you can you can get it for five ninety nine a month, or they also have an annual plan for like fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, basically sixty dollars a year. So, if you're very interested. Um, I believe that you can download Acorn TV on your Roku and and your Amazon Fire. Um, on your Amazon Fire Stick, I know for sure you can do it. Amazon Fire, Amazon Fire Stick. So yeah, uh, that's another option for for like international entertainment or I guess British television. Um, it has a lot of dramas and comedies. Um, this has pretty much a, a good um, library of of movies that if you're not you know familiar you know with stuff that you have here in the states you know they they have a lot of international um shows to watch So, are you ready today for your iPhone 11 or iPhone 11 Pro? Well, if you are one of the many fans that are that has is excited about getting the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro, you're not by yourself. There are tons of people right now. Um, today is the big day of the launch of the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, and it just got kicked off uh, in Sydney, Australia. I know a lot of people either they they ordered their iPhone, but if you want to really get into the hype and be one of the first ones, you know, you're going to be outside um, the iPhone store. There's one in New York City, um, the revamped um, iPhone store in New York City. That one there is um, where everybody's going to be lined up. I'm sure the news is, is talking about it. I mean, the iPhone, the iPhone, Apple iPhone hype is real. And so um, I just wanted to kind of read off an article about it. So um, iPhone 11 and, and 11 Pro launch Apple fanatics line up around the globe. 
So Sydney's first iPhone 11 owner had been waiting in line since 3 a.m. Now in New York, Tim Cook stop, stops by the revamped Fifth Avenue store. Okay, and so um, you can order your iPhone online and have it delivered to you or reserve it for an in-store pickup at a time of your choosing. But devoted fans, um, Apple fans, of course, tradition is tradition. So September means iPhone launch and iPhone launch means lining up outside the Apple store to get a device just as soon as possible. So Friday, September 20th is the day. Basically, today is Apple Day and Apple's global launch. So it's worldwide. Um, it's going to be kicking off the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro. So um, Mohanit El Nadaf, excuse me, 21 years old, was the first in Sydney to get his iPhone. It was a it was a big day for Al Nadaf. For the past five years, he's tried and failed to be the first person in line in Sydney to get his iPhone on launch day. It turns out 2019 is his year, but it wasn't easy. So the Apple store opens at 8 a.m. and Al Nadaf got his, his spot in line at three in the morning. It was surprising tumultuous to wait too. There was a lot of clubs on the, on this road. A lot of drunk people were coming out. They kept abusing me. He said. Then the console uh, came and washed the floor, so I couldn't even sit down and look at my laptop. He brought a blanket rather than a chair. And the floor and the floor cleaning meant that he couldn't use it. He says, "I've been waiting. I've been wait, been standing in line literally since 3 a.m." So he finally got his iPhone 11 Pro Max in space gray. By the way, his first priority is testing the Hero feature in the iPhone 11 uh, Pro phones. The tri-camera setup and the tri-camera setup, he says. The Pro phones level of iPhone photography game over last year, the, 10, the 10S uh, line with the extra camera. On the rear, you'll you'll now find a 12 megapixel camera, a 12 megapixel telephoto lens, and for the first time on an iPhone, a 12 megapixel ultra wide shooter. Apple this year is launching two iPhone lines at the same time. The iPhone 11 is going to start off at 699, and then and is the new iPhone for the masses. Then there's the iPhone 11 Pro. And the iPhone 11 Pro Max. So the iPhone 11 Pro will be $999. The, the 11 Pro Max will be $1,099. As you can tell by those prices, the Pro and the Pro Max are sumptuous phones for those unwilling to compromise on anything. Choosing a Pro over a regular 11 gets you the extra camera and the OLED display over the 11's liquid retina LCD display. Number two in line in, in Sydney was Mazen uh, Kourouche, who Al Nadaf dethroned for the first spot. Until now, Kourouche, a YouTuber, has been first in line each year in since 2015 when Apple launched the iPhone 6, uh, 6S range. In 2017, Kourouche started lining up outside of the Apple store for a, a full 11 days early to get iPhone 8. This year, not fussed with being number one anymore. He arrived two hours early at 6 a.m. 
around around a hundred people lined up at Apple Store in the heart in the heart of Sydney's central district business district. Thanks to the magic of time zones, Sydney is one of the first cities in the world where the iPhone launches each year. South Southeast Asia came, Asia came next with Apple stores in countries like Singapore, also serving throngs of Apple fanatics. For those in line, there's a huge amount of fanfare around buying a new phone with Apple Store employees giving buyers a round of applause as they flood in at 8 a.m. when when the doors open. For those less devoted to Apple, the now 12-year-old phenomenon of the iPhone launch lineup is, is more perplexing. With online order pre-orders, in-store pickups, and deals from carrier partners, there's less reason than ever to wait in line. The lack of practicality speaks of to Apple's enduring ability to hype its iPhone launch as cultural events. And so, let me ask you, are you either out there right now <laughs> in line or are you waiting... <laughs> Excuse me. Are you waiting to get the new iPhone 11? I'm going to tell you, New York City, Fifth Avenue, they have a crowd of people out there as well um, trying to be the first in line. I'm going to tell you, um, I, I will say this. Um, I'll say this. This is, um, you know, for people like this, you know, this is like a uh, an event. This is like an event. I know that most of you that are probably listening to possibly this podcast are probably not really like that, that um, excited about standing in line. (laughs) But um, let me ask you, I have a question for you, actually. Have you ever stood in line for something like whether it's an electronic device or record album or videotape or, you know, something that you've always wanted, maybe a pair of tennis shoes. Have you ever done that? Have you ever stood in line, you know, waiting for the launch or the reveal of something or even maybe uh, maybe a, a big blockbuster movie and you want to get you want to be there to get the tickets, you know, Um I'll be honest with you. That's just one of the things that, you know, people do. You know, we're really um, fanatics with with certain things and certain things really attract us. So anyways, um, you know what? I I can't be mad at these people, you know, some some degree. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's not it's not something that that I personally would do. I mean, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. Okay, I got a confession right now. So. I remember when the Nintendo Wii, when the Nintendo Wii launched, I remember getting up early in the morning to get out there at GameStop to go and make sure that I wanted to get a Nintendo Wii. So that's my own little thing. So that's why I I laugh at this situation with the iPhones because it do. I've been a part of something like that. And I guess. You know, honestly, you could say that you were really excited for a product or something that you really wanted to get. You know, either you were excited about it. Maybe you wanted to be the first or one of the first ones in the world to have it or something like that. But anyway, you know what? I celebrate with you guys, all your Apple fans. I mean, I'm an Android guy, but you know what? I can't be mad. It's a good, it's actually a good looking, good, nice phone. I think that the, again, the iPhone, um, 
The iPhone 11, that's going to be the big seller, in my opinion. That $699 price point is excellent for just the masses of people. That's going to make some big sales for, for Apple. And, um, you know, they either way, you know, the Pro is going to sell because, you know, you're going to have people that are just going to want to upgrade from their from their previous phone. Um, check your reviews and see whether or not that's something that you want to want to, you know, get that extra extra bump up for, you know, the extra telephoto lens. I mean, a wide angle lens on the Apple phone now. So they're pretty good when it came to when it comes to their 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 phones and their cameras. I mean, they're mainly their cameras. And of course, you know, the processor's a lot more bigger. Um, battery life is better too. That's another big thing. So for those of you that are really into you know phones having a better battery life, I heard that the the 11 Pro and the 11 and the uh, the 11 also both have better battery life in this one. And the cameras are have always been excellent. You know, they've always been excellent cameras, but this time you have three lenses on the back of it. So this is going to be a pretty, pretty beast of a phone, I believe. And I think that this will be something good. So at $1,099, I mean, look, I've been really talking about the price point of these $1,000 phones, but you know, actually, to be honest with you, the $1,099 price point is actually um, actually now it's looking like it's actually cheaper than the one that they had before. Now, I believe it was like, it's almost a hundred dollars, maybe a hundred dollars less. Um, so, you know, with the processor and the way things, the way the phones, what their phones are doing now, I would have to honestly say that, um, yeah, you're, you're getting a phone that, that does quite a bit of things, a lot of multitasking, not to mention Apple also has the Series 5 Apple Watch out now. They have a new um, Apple um, uh, an, an iPad, an iPad that's out now as well. So they got quite a bit of products. They've also they're bragging about their Apple TV service that's going to be launching um, as well. Apple Arcade that's going to be another thing to look at. Five ninety nine for a hundred games. Honestly, I, I can't. I don't see anything bad about that. Um, if you're into, if you're a mobile, you a mobile uh, gamer, if you like to play, you know, games on your phone, I think that this is a very good service. You get some pretty good games and, uh, and certain good developers have jumped on board to make games like Bethesda is one of them, uh, 2K, um, just a lot of big developers now are actually making games for mo for the mobile market. Um, speaking of that, you know, we got a Nintendo is, is coming out with their their um, game. It'll be the Mar Mario Kart for mobile game, which will be a Mario Kart World Tour. That's I'm sure that's going to be both on the iPhone and Android. So, you know, we're really, you know, we're really getting to a place now where your phone is really going to be your, your main go to. It travels with you everywhere you go. Um, water resistance is the water and dust resistance is good. Make sure that any if you get the Apple phone, make sure you get the insurance on it, get the you know, glass coverage and as pretty as it looks, man. I, I mean, me personally, I make sure I have a case on it. So, but anyway, hey, you know what? I ain't mad at you guys. I'm not mad at the Apple fan. 
OnlyFans, you know, do your Apple thing, man. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't crossed over yet to the iPhones, but you know what? I'm, I'm watching you guys. I'm looking at y'all. So, you know, I'm really happy. You know, you, you know, um, maybe one day, maybe one day, but I don't know. Right now, I love my Android. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'll celebrate with y'all, though. All right. Hey, so I'm reading. A, um, there's a game. There's several things uh, I'm gonna mention all in the uh, gaming segment. So first of all, today um, is the launch of the Nintendo Switch Lite system. So if you haven't heard me talk about it, basically it's a dedicated handheld. Basically, in my opinion, I think it's gonna take. It's gonna really replace the what was known as the 3DS or the 2DS for Nintendo's uh, handheld. Uh, handheld uh, game it's going to be playing all you can play all the nintendo switch games except for those that require um detachable joy cons so the detachable joy cons are only going to be for your switch so if you um you know have a game like say uh one two switch is one of them that i'm that i can recall offhand um there there's um also unfortunately mario party uh, the Mario Party game that came out for the Nintendo Switch. Unfortunately, you will not be able to play that. Now, I did see a demo a while back, excuse me, where you could actually um, play your Nintendo Switch Lite with a Joy-Con. In other words, you can actually program it um, because it has some kind of like a Bluetooth um, Bluetooth, Bluetooth connectivity in there. So if you want to use, like, say, um, a maybe a Pro Controller, you could probably, you know, um, prop up your Nintendo Switch Lite on, like, say, um, they, they sell, like, on Amazon, they sell these, like, these um, platforms you can actually get for, like, 20 bucks if that you know use it to sit your phone up on it or a tablet or something like that so um that would be good for your switch so anyway um definitely definitely um go check it out uh gamestop is selling them uh, i believe uh, also um you go to best buy go to target um go on amazon.com um any place where you can buy buy it probably online but mainly gamestop will be one of the better places um they come in blue yellow and gray um they're $200, so $100 less. Um, you can also get an expandable memory card for it, too, as well. Um, so, so yeah, just wanted to kind of mention that um, today. And then also, um, the Legend of Zelda uh, Link's Awakening um, game came out today also. Same, same day. So, um, if any of you may have gotten that game already, it would be a good game to play on your Nintendo Switch Lite. Um, the, the, the game is awesome. I mean, it's like, I think this game is like 14 years, 14 years in the making. So basically it's a, it's a game that's been out for 14 years. So, um, it originally came out, I believe on the Game Boy Advance. Um, when that was around, of course, you can know, played it on like, all the Game Boys at that time, but yeah, one of the one of the earlier 
games in the Legend of Zelda series. So uh, definitely, definitely go out and pick that up. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. And the graphics are, are re- remade or I would say high definition graphics or like kind of like a animated claymation graphics. Really neat, very cute um, throwback to the original series. It's still a top down uh, type game. Um, it's just beautiful, just a beautiful game. So um, definitely, definitely, you know, have time. Go check it out. Look up on the YouTube video. See the trailers. Beautiful game. And so. Speaking of games, I want to also mention this lighthearted game um, called the Untitled Goose Game. Um, and it was made by a developer or, yeah, developer of, um, I guess, an independent developer uh, named House House. So this, the idea of Untitled Goose Game was hatched by developer Michael McMaster, dropped a stock photo of a goose into slack and half jokingly said let's make a game about this and the four-person indie studio um the studio named house house absolutely followed through on a stellar concept because untitled goose game is exactly as delightful as you'd expect a game about being a lawless goose on the loose to be the the game's premise is simple You are a goose and it's your mission to make life mildly harder for the world's most patient villagers who somehow never resort to violence. You're given a to-do list to fulfill and items get crossed out at one by one as you complete the task from your depraved goose agenda. Some of the challenges are straightforward. Get an item from point A to point B without being ambushed, while others are more like small puzzles to solve, where one item can be used to set off a chain of reactions and lead you to the next area to terrorize. Everything about this game, from the pastel tones and the quaint English village to the little squiggly shouts, shout lines from the goose's honk, is overwhelmingly lovely. The dynamic piano soundtrack and adaption of Debussy's preludes crescendos the the more havoc is being wrecked. The music will start up as you're wrestling with the gardener from his keys for his keys and and stop the key stop when the keys are dropped. The piano medley turns frantic as you're being chased out by an angry shop shopkeeper with a broom and slows down when you're in the clear. Even when there's no music playing in the background, the pat 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 of the goose's feet as they slap against the pavement is in a word healing. Compared to something like Goat Simulator, there's no disorientation or disorienting chaos and points assigned to how hard you can headbutt people. Instead, you drive them crazy in the gentle in the gentlest of pranks like making a boy lovingly lovingly cast a wimp in the credits. Put on glasses and are not that are not his. Untitled Goose Game lets you fall into the calming, pleasant escapism of an Animal Crossing game where there are no real stakes. Just absolute freedom to be an animal that doesn't have to answer to any consequences. There's a dedicated button for honking at people, which you'd better believe is the best button to go wild with. You can duck, run, grab things with your beak and flap your wings. 
which serves no real value to the game, but is is a fun goose-like thing you can do. Unfortunately, you cannot jump, fling items at people, or fly, but your presence alone is enough to put anyone else on edge, which is a kind of power I appreciate. The village isn't too big, so it's a quick, tidy little game you can finish over in the course of, of a weekend. The to-do list populates with a, a couple of couple more bonus items after the credits roll and you can pick up the game again to do time challenges it's a timeless evergreen concept that'll be fun to play for a long for as long as geese continue to walk this earth just generally being the worst so i'm really hoping house house will add more challenges and areas through dlc or possibly even release a sequel with a story. Maybe the goose does shenanigans for good, like a parent trap in which its actions make the villagers fall in love with each other. Whatever their plans, House House has created a world I want I want to continue to be in be horribly in. So <laughs> I um if you ever get a chance, get a chance to take a look at that game. It is hilarious. It is one of those type of games where you it's like you watching. I don't know. I, I compare it to watching like uh, one of those P- PBS shows on Channel Six where you you have this little story and this piano is going on in the background. It's real calming. And you, like I said, it's just this comical thing where this duck or this goose is actually um terrorizing these people and you in this game you play as the goose and so you you do little things like you know you take their stuff um you you grab it and run you know throw it in the water or something it's just i mean it's just like it said it's it the goose is just being like a mischievous goose and really like you know doing things and you have these these goals that you have to do to you know cross them off your list you know take Maybe you take this guy's cup and throw it in the water or something, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty cute game, and I I really had a joy just looking at the trailer, and I was laughing so much just seeing that. So, yeah, um, it sounds like a, a awesome little game. But hey, get, when you get a chance, you know, check out that that game as well as uh, Link Link Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, and also um, the Nintendo Switch Lite. It's out today, so. Go out and pick it up.